wisdom And here comes the truth And here comes your favorite podcast Always still made for you So you guys were hanging out? Well, where do we even begin? Where where do we begin, Brent? Brent decided to journey up to the north to ride an ice dragon. <laughs> so he came on up, drove in in the day, and got in on a on a nice rainy yeah, it was, Monday. It was kind of cool. Not and, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a nice day. Not too warm. Not too hot. So not too I cold. I got into my little hotel suite that Trevor had recommended. Location perfect. Room. Child sized. Tiny. But I think we'd been <laughs> pretty sure it was the accommodations yeah, for they, someone who works there, right? Somebody out for the night. Because it was a double bed that was not, <laughs> or a, yeah, a queen size bed that was not. And that just squeezed into a little door. There was the room was big enough for a bed. Had a TV on the roof, and to put yeah. your feet or yeah. on the ground around the bed, and that and was there's it. also a door to another person's room, probably a miner's, because they were because there was a Sweet. connecting door between those two. So when they got up at five to to get to work, <laughs> light shone out of the bed. can hear the sound of coffee dripping <laughs> loud and clear so it was yeah it just nice uh, i think it was still better than going anywhere else just because it was in the right spot definitely your best location and of course when i was sure. leaving the guys like oh i well first they were worried about us because our car was there and windows were down all day like are they dead in the room but oh we showed up the second day they saw us. And of course, then the guy started telling me, oh, I came from Winnipeg, never going back. <laughs> like, yeah, she's trying to oh, yeah. sell me on stories. the town. Like, nope, I've <laughs> been here two days already. I've heard this. I know, I know where this is going. <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> mm-hmm. But we had all kinds of activities, Brett. Oh, we really did. So many, acti- so many activities. You could walk. Isn't the walk around mm-hmm. the town it's and around the lake beautiful? Couple mile walk or yep. jog spot. Mm-hmm. Yep, with little stairs mm-hmm. and like nice lake and a bridge or two. That right, right back to the heart of town, the and then That's what just, else? Let's just ignore that. Oh yeah, nice that rusty metal. Mm. That's what the water smells like. <laughs> No, there's no way, no matter what is ever done there, that smell is so wrong. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It's so not natural. It just smells like rusty nails in a stream. No. Maybe it's old smog. (laughs) No, it's clearly (laughs) just poison water. It it smells. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Luckily, that's not where our water comes from. I don't know. besides that uh yeah um what else did we do really good coffee yeah 
great coffee. Drove just great local what, coffee. We story. did what for coffee? We impressive. Yeah, the uh, orange toad. Yeah, we went to the toad. Around and we got we, we saw all the towns. Florida. Yeah, you saw Denair Beach and Creighton. And, mm-hmm. and uh, we went way down go, into the bush. I think. It, get to the end of the yeah, So you made it new world. Yeah, got lost. Yeah, so we were looking for some crevices. And the sign to these crevices, which everybody talks about, which are completely not spectacular. Um. Is like just somebody painted most of the word crevices on a telephone pole. They they kind of finished weak on the telephone pole and it's faded paint and that's your whole side. So we drove about an extra (laughs) 20 minutes past that. And at where we were at that point was already the end, like the middle of nowhere. Deep, deep, deep remote bush middle of nowhere to see these crevices and then we end up at the end of the road and we pull into some camp and it's got security cameras and all kinds of stuff and i'm like super worried pulling in here and i'm like we gotta like ask somebody where we're going or what we did i'm all afraid and it turns out i just made a new best friend went in for two seconds for directions yep 15 minutes of just chatting Uh talking about yeah i made a new friend Came back with brochures and cards and handmade brochures about the crevices and a mine nearby. And oh, fast friends. <laughs> She's coming to a Johnny show. All excited. So, and I knew the guy that was making a violin next to her. He lives out in the place right next to them. He makes violins by hand. I knew him. So, we had that to chat about. Oh, New buds. Then we went to the crevices. It was great because when we went to the crevices, well, Brent, what happened? Them, going down probably at the end of the next, well, at yep. least 40K because of the extra driving. So probably about 60K of gravel roads right as he turns in. Yep. The brake pad on the car just explodes into shrill screaming. <laughs> <laughs> like the worst sound you can imagine. Every bump, every anything, even if I'm not touching the brake, it's just, and it's like super high pitched screaming, like through the entire woods. It was must have been the loudest thing within a hundred miles, screaming, and I'm sure that the brake pad is stuck. Right. And then that means like you can catch a tire on fire. You know what I mean? Um, you there, Carter? Yeah. Yeah. So we're th- we think the car is going to catch on fire, and we're in the middle of the bush nowhere. Um, Don't worry, you got a friend back there. Yeah, right. But I'm so, like, scared <laughs> that I pull into the lot, and I'm like, we're just going to go and look at the crevices, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to deal with this right after. I'm just going to take a minute. I'm not going to, you know, think about this. We're just going to look. So we explore the crevices, but nobody could really enjoy themselves because we all thought we might be dead or, yeah. or stranded in the bush, like really far in the bush. Kind of like when we were in the desert in Coit there and it's like, the I... truck's a long ways away. <laughs> <laughs> the blazer's far away. Yeah. And if the blazer doesn't start, we're toast. Yeah. Uh, Someone gets behind that rock there and just, you left the keys in there too, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> um... 
so the the car doesn't the car is being weird and we uh luckily when we were in the crevices a huge like family of white giant vehicles just infinite white vehicles just pull up and they all go out for a hike in the crevices so i say if you see a car on the side of the road right away please help us because i have no idea what's going with on with our car but Carter, if your brake pad is sticking, and Brent, I think what yeah, Brent's diagnosis was was until... correct. <laughs> yeah, I just I was confident about it, just to yeah. just to say I was confident. Thought... Mm-hmm. Yep. You thought it was a rock mm-hmm. stuck between the brake pad and the and the 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 tire, the well, and all that stuff. Um, that sucks. And so, what do you do in that situation, Carter? Pop quiz. If you got your brake stuck, if your parking brake ever get, you ever had a parking brake stuck? No, luckily. Where it won't release? Okay. So if you get a rock in your brakes or a parking brake that won't stuck or something that's slipping with your brake, what's the first thing you do, Carter? Do you know? I don't. Survival skills. Okay. What you do, and Brent knew this too, right? You knew. You back up about, like, you know, five to 10 feet really fast and slam the brake as hard as you can in reverse about three or four times you just gun it and slam it gun it and and like so hard that like everybody in the car is like holding on it's not like a gentle slapping of the brake you got you go hard back and then you just slam on the brake as hard as you can and sure enough problem gone seriously yep we were good we were good and it was like it went from like the car couldn't even like drive to got it dislodged and everything was fine in the car no problem since uh, so that was a scary little adventure. Um, we drove around, looked at a nice restaurant that was closed for some reason. Went back to town. Oh, I took Brent disc golfing. Oh, and, and uh, as usual, one of the things that I've noticed with everybody that I take golfing is that on the last hole, someone starts to do well, and that was yeah. Allie in this case. Well, Brent was in the bush looking for his disc. Allie decided to try a couple forehand throws, and she's throwing them like twice as far as her backhand throws she's like oh this is kind of easy it's like yeah that's that's normally how it works there's something about the whole number 18 that there has to be like something good that happens so that you're like oh maybe i don't hate this that's all and same with ball golf last hole or two something good always happens that makes you think like oh ball golf that's what you that's what you disc that's golf what I, call, golf? I call it ball golf now the inferior oh. golf oh man I have to differentiate. So we went, Brent, well, how was your disc golf yeah, experience? It was, it was fine. Did okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were fine at it. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. Yep. No, no. Absolutely. Course was nice. Up to par. Yep. Well, I was part of history. Disc golf history there. Uh, Trevor was satellite mapping and measuring taping, <laughs> you know, <laughs> planning an 18 hole course Dauphin at Vermilion Park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Brett put a basket. Brett called this, Brett just called this imagine awesome a basket podcast. right here. Brent called it year a year ago, almost exactly. He's like, Trevor, this is something you're gonna do in two weeks from now. You're gonna be building courses, <laughs> and sure enough, within a year, <laughs> I'm already talking to the rec director and uh, mapping out Vermilion Park and Dauphin. Um, it's a good yeah, idea. That was Carter's experience with me. Carter, we went walking and we went walking around uh, Vermilion Park and I took some videos and 
found a couple new locations, found a whole section of woods there that we didn't know existed. Yeah, there's a lot of wasted space, and the only person who ever sees it is the guy cutting the grass. Yeah, so and they still cut it, which make makes it no sense. Like, oh, you know, see that bush where nobody's ever been? Can you just keep cutting that grass? Like, what? Why? I guess yeah. the problem is, though, is that invasive species love that stuff. That's what I've heard about parks in general, is that you can't let parts that don't get used let the grass grow because it's super dangerous, like, environmentally to, like, new, like, critters and rodents and maybe even plant life. Like, that's a thriving place for them to, like, like you can't you got to have everything cleared as much as you can apparently that's that's the reason for cutting it i would imagine one it's... issue with with vermilion might be bears bears uh not so much this year but the last two years there, there's always well, a bear just in vermilion park or yeah. something like that well that's what bears do bears so yeah. flimflon's okay for bears no, there's it bears like there. Have, yeah. Okay, okay. Hmm. It's just bear. Yeah, so, I'm not an idiot riding my bike at two in the morning with a bunch of dogs around a lake, <laughs> not making any noise like an idiot. Like, what do you think like I headphones am? Headphones in. Headphones. Yeah, in. like some yeah. schmuck. Oh, it's bear season. I'm gonna go ride around. How could you? <laughs> Surprise. We went Saskatoon picking this morning, and uh, the, the owner of the land's like talking about bears and things like wait there's bears here and she's like yeah don't worry they're in the bushes right now (laughs) and where are we going in the bushes yeah i mean she meant the surrounding bushes but yeah it's like yeah um you went picking on a farm yeah well yeah by oka river there yeah oh i thought you went into the bush when when you get uh, 12 liters of uh, saskatoons you can't get find that in a bush (laughs) <laughs> yeah okay um <laughs> like i tell yeah, Marge to go take a five gallon pail i can drop her off anywhere in 100 miles of top and she'll come back with a fucking of berries yeah, yeah sweater, even, even the orchard the orchard itself was uh you know it's pretty dry but luckily that i guess is the thing uh we had a, a trip tomorrow for garland for uh strawberries it's like are we doing oh. this every day but it got canceled due to extreme weather conditions so what do Too you do with these berries i don't know they're in the fridge right now i got four liters of saskatoons the baby's just, a big berry guy i also <laughs> very big yeah. on berries so you Allie's just pick the berry delivered four liters of saskatoons today because he picked eight she <laughs> hates it <laughs> I guess that's the size. What's that it's gonna like do a big to my gulp. younger guy? He's eaten like four bowls of them. Oh, that would it's explain it. Exploding. Good. Yeah. yeah. The, the little guy is just covered in his just face was purple. He <laughs> fell asleep in the car on the drive home. Purple poop um, machine. Oh yeah, never thought of that. But yeah, he was he was eating quite a bit in the bush. <laughs> There was one activity he liked. He didn't like the beach there with Brent, but he liked eating berries at the farm. <laughs> oh. oh, berry picking's fun when you're a kid. You got to take a mushroom picking, though. That's no. the real fun. Although that could be dangerous until you know not to put them in your mouth. Oh, I thought you meant dangerous because if you find morels, then, uh, you know, you're, kill you're even <laughs> someone, someone at a road stop. She's, where'd you get that? <laughs> I promise not to tell. <laughs> Guns come out. <laughs> <laughs> You prepared to die for that secret? 
Brent, we had a great dinner that night. Uh, uh, Creighton's Pizza. Brent, oh, Brent, just how was that for you? I warned him. I said, they make a heavy pizza here, Brent. It's not a nice... Uh-oh. I made a pizza for Brent one yeah. night. I made a little thin, fancy, yeah. little plain pizza for him. It was okay. Didn't It wasn't as good as the store one, but it was pretty good. Yeah, and then we I had to try Creighton's Pizza the next day. Undersold. You say it's like incredibly heavy and you shouldn't get the pizza. I told you. I told you. This pizza is dense. Exactly. Diet, man. Don't buy it. it. It's the heaviest thing ever. But I had to know. So went for the... <laughs> is it Thompson style? I've just Shut found up. out. What do you mean? Oh, God, I hate that saying, Thompson style pizza. Thompson style? I just heard it the last year for the first time. And because I, I like Santa Lucia a lot, and Santa Lucia started in the 70s in, in Thompson. And then there's like Santa Maria's or something on St. Anne's in Winnipeg. It's Thompson style, and it's like the number one place in Winnipeg, apparently. And then this guy from Thompson is like baking pizza out of a community kitchen, a community uh, center no, well, the, the, during the pandemic in Winnipeg. Well, it was and that's thick. when I Let me describe when style I, I got the box passed me. I took the warning to heart. It's like, okay got the individual nine inch pizza even if i don't finish it all that should be okay right can't do much damage yeah like it was five pounds this little box was at least five pounds and it handed to your wrist like stretched (laughs) a dense not what you think of pizza taco pizza Carter, what should that be? Take me through it. Yeah, oh, well, I didn't, gross. Yeah. A dense taco pizza? What should pizza? go into a taco? <laughs> oh, okay. So you're going ground. There might have been gr- going I think ground beef. There was. It, it yeah, was kind of. There was you, some beef did, on it. Oh, there has what to happened be. to the pizza first, Trevor? Then you're. What happened to the half of it I left? What happened? Food? What? Cool. You know what? Lisa had a piece. <laughs> I woke up and she said I tried a piece. <laughs> Whoa. And then I think I chipped oh. away the other one and Okay, ate. so if you said taco beef taco beef. Yeah, that's a, it's a pizza. We were kind of getting it to eights because it was so, so dense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going onion and red so. pepper. Probably was onion. Get, couldn't tell. I think there was beef. Not a lot. I don't think there is much Yeah, let it yes. Lettuce and tomato. Oh, tomato, of course. Lettuce? Oh, yeah. You're missing so. something, Carter. Last but... call. Nachos on, I mean, like, like Doritos on top. No. Yeah, like what? Thick sauces. Uh, I think you go marinara. Oh, Any other you're special? so wrong. Yeah, how about in, instead of a dollop of sour cream in the With... middle, right? What if you just... Oh. Yeah. Four pounds of sour cream container. as the base. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like a whole no base? If you bought like a little jar of sour oh, cream at the right. store, the entire no thing sauce. emptied. Just so much sour cream with. Oh my God. And that's like, imagine if you got a Canadian meat lover's pizza from Creighton's Pizza. 
<laughs> like you could go hiking into the bush for a few years yeah, and just have that happen. in your backpack. I can't imagine. <sighs> so intense. That night we just like stopped. We like the night before we were all partying and hanging out. That night it was just like, okay, this is Creighton's Pizza is just so intense. And like yeah. even the food everybody else got. Just dense, heavy food. It was like, okay, this is a coma. This is yeah, a food coma. The night's the night's over. It, it would just be unpredictable. I didn't I was really scared of drinking a big glass of water. I was so thirsty. <laughs> But had eight pounds of crust and sour cream in stomach, so didn't want to. And we went to Johnny's. Uh, it was a graveyard here. Just wires. Nothing too exciting there. What else did we do? Yeah. It was ex- yeah, lots of cables. I cables just think everywhere. Spent a ton of time on cemetery visits. Just Allison's thing. That's the big one. Yeah, we checked out. That's we found. We found the best grave ever that I didn't know. And I've driven through the Flood cemeteries many times. I might ask for a Patreon for this grave. But there was always one. If I'm first to go. Yeah. There was. (laughs) There was a giant tombstone in the middle of the main graveyard. Like, I mean, huge. I thought it was a monument saying, like, this is the cemetery, you know? No, it was not. A grave for anyone normal. Who was this grave for, Carter? A giant, like probably an eight-foot stone marker going straight up. Like, I don't even know how big it was. Like, who's it for? It was probably it was probably four feet by two feet at the base and eight feet high. Solid, giant stone sticking up in the air. Who gets that grave in Flin Flon? Some miner. Thomas Creighton. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Makes sense. He discovered he named the town Flidflon and the town next to it called Creighton named after him. And the yep. marker says Thomas Creighton discovered Flinflon mine. Here lies a man. It's beautiful. It's the most beautiful line ever. Here lies a man. <laughs> Straight up on a giant stone, it just says, "Here lies a man." <laughs> it's so good. It's the most badass gravestone ever. How old was he when he died? Oh, I don't know how old Thomas Crane was. I'm forty. <laughs> Gotta be at least forty. Thomas Crane. <laughs> I'm at least forty because I'm a man. Man, I'm a man. You guys, I'm a man. I'm 40. Just, Are you guys 40 yet? Just, yeah. 35. Man, yeah. Brent, you're a man. Carter, you're not a man. You're a baby. No. no. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I forgot about we're men. You're five years younger than us, Carter. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. Do you wish you were older, or do you wish we were younger? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> great where I am. Oh. Um, we went out to a little observatory tower, went down to a beach. Oh, and then we stopped by my friend's place. That was a random visit. 
Was that was that an inappropriate visit, Brent? When I just called my friend who we at the tower and said, "Can we come to your to your house uh, to show them what a lake looks like?" A little like? bit more than that. I thought you said there's he, a barbecue first. You knew some details. Um. No, I did. I uh, messaged him and he said he was grilling. And I said, oh, I got some friends from out town. They're just wondering, you know, what a lake house looks like here. See, my friend, like, lucked into this giant, mega beautiful, brand new lake house, kind of. I don't know how he got it. But uh, but we went down to check out. He's got, like, three layers of, like, lake house on a hill with, like, a big dock and a sand yeah, beach. It's, it's, it's a pretty nice place, hey, Brent? It's pretty crazy. And dirt cheap. Dirt cheap. Beautiful, beautiful place. So Brent got all the explorations overall. Flintflong, what kind of grade would you give Incomplete. it, Brent? Like, like it's just not. <laughs> no one ever committed to it being a place. It's a, everyone. Yep. Yeah, I would definitely say nobody thought the buildings were ever going to meant to last more than a couple years because the mine yeah. would shut down, and they've been doing that for a hun- almost a hundred years now, probably eighty yeah. years. Everybody's been temporary yeah, bandaging just, their houses. Yeah, roads don't make sense, but oh, very good vibes for businesses and things. It was just yeah, really good stuff. Seems like a lot of people would probably go there to be just alone in the woods <laughs> most of the time. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, it's a it's a place for like recluses for sure. Seems- very nice to visit. I don't know. <laughs> Just a little rundown, mm-hmm. right? But it looks a, a little way. hard around the edges. Not yeah. Not in a way that's in the on the show, Carter. But like not in the oh. No, what did we what did we Carter, when you came to Flood Flood, what did you do? Yeah, it was winter. Yeah, we didn't do much. Yeah. No, I didn't know the town very well yet either, eh? Saw a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah, you got everything there was to get yeah, out I'm of kind Flood Flood. Kind of surprised uh, your reaction to Thompson Pizza. I thought here we'd educate people. Thompson Pizza is uh, heavy on the cheese and like lunch meat and stuff like that. And you just got really upset. It's like there's a rivalry I, between these northern communities. Oh, I hate Thompson. <laughs> Thompson can kick rocks. <laughs> also, Thompson, there's only one style of pizza. It's just Napoli. Everything else is trash. So, so you, you can put like all the Detroit pizza and, and no, I don't, like I don't even. New York is not bad, but it's still thin. Chicago pizza, gross. Thompson pizza, gross. They're all casseroles. We tried to get Chicago pizza, but no, no one was open. It was insane Sunday night there. Gross. Best type is just a nice thin crust, a little bit of toppings, a little, yeah. bit of, little bit of herbs. That's real pizza. Yeah. I'd like this Creighton pizza, I think. You probably would. You would You would love Creighton pizza. I could just have a... Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good Maybe ice cream. Ice cream store in the world. Just because there's like <laughs> 12 different types of dip instead of chocolate dip. Would you get birthday party? Yeah. yeah. They even have hidden dips. They have secret dips. On the lemon poppy seed. It's it's there, but you have to know about it. 
You gotta you gotta know that it exists, and then you can say, "Hey, give me a lemon poppy seed." They take like, yeah, they take cookies and just and dip them into it. ice cream you're, you're, dip. The unbelievable. <laughs> it's a pretty great shop. I think that so I should push that we did. just a little bit well, more. That would be. Do you think you could just be obscene with dips? Like, okay, bring here, buy a. Buy just a fresh a fruit basket or fruit cocktail, and then just take it to the dipping chef. Dip every fruit into different. And just dip yeah, every single thing types in of it. dip, and be like, I want these blueberries and <laughs> banana dip. And just have someone behind the counter dipping stuff. Oh. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Just a dip. Or, you know, there should just be a store just called Dip It. And it's just dip it. And all you do is you, you can even bring like a textbook. You want a chocolate textbook? I don't care. Oh, let's dip it. And you get one dip. And if you want another dip, you got to pay for d- double dip. <laughs> but you just dip it. You want to dip your hand in? Well, wash your hand. The and only way that your works hand right is in the dip. dipping things into a big dip. So I don't know. Would it still be clean? The dip's only touching the stuff that it connects oh, to you, right? Swear to God, if I hear the word dip one more time. Maybe they do like a spray. Maybe they like sandblast or spray the dips at you. So you never come into car. It's like a dip. It's like a dip gun. It's like a spray gun full of like, like um, instantly solidifying <laughs> topping covers. You just, you just spray it all over them. It's just, Solidified dip, chocolate, strawberry, maple, lemon poppy seed. Birthday cake. What other flavors do they have? Oh, they got birthday cake dip in a dip. I think that's a good store. Dip it. And you can bring in fruit. You can bring in anything. Anything you want dipped, we will dip it. Hey, dip dipping dots? Why not? <laughs> I'd, I'd take a, like a big crunch from KFC and just dip it. <laughs> Could you have like a solidified ketchup dip or like mustard dip? Oh, you can dip all sandwiches. A must, a light Dijon dip sandwich. Hot sauce dip. Take a chicken tender and just coat it in a hot sauce, like fully sealed. A solidified hot sauce to pocket. Exciting oh. word. Is this disgusting? I was home with the but no. Well, okay, I'm going one. I step. don't think it's no. I just think I'm, I think I didn't I'm get supper it. tonight, but it also feels really wrong. So, just taking no. like chicken tenders and mm-hmm. just throw them into a hamburger bun with sauces, like so it's the sandwich. But so that's okay. I do that all Could the time. Okay. Caesar salad. Okay. Just start pouring sauces like sure. that in it. Hot sauce and Caesar, and just go. Yeah, that's yep. all good. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. You get a big white crusty roll. You, I put like veggie chicken tenders in. Toss them in hot sauce with like mm-hmm. blue cheese all over wild. the top. Okay. Just in a bun. Yeah, it felt Boom. just raw. I feel like yeah. I'm a king. Yeah, it just felt. I feel like, like I'm eating a fancy just sandwich. Feel right. Like just broke some sort of. Secret. 
So I guess I stepped into your world. Nope. Mm-hmm. Tenders in a bun is a great world. It's made a wrap. Like wrap is fine, but this just different. Mm-hmm. No, a nice crusty bun that's like so fluffy also, on the I think, inside. Yeah. Oh. Now I'm worried you're dipping a little bit of sauce. Maybe will your dipping gun into that's like a new porn category. Just be spraying people with chocolate, (laughs) soft serve chocolate dip, with like food, lemon poppy seed. Imagine being covered in lemon poppy seed dip and then trying to do something remotely sexual. Imagine how uncomfortable that would be. Just an arm. <laughs> You're just in a room full of newspaper. Just... It's as you're walking, it's cracking off of you. Oh, When's the shoot, guys? When's the shoot? Are we rolling? That's the rule. What's that rule called on the internet, Carter? What rule? Rule 34, Rule 28, or something it's called. No matter what it is, there's some kind of porn about it on the internet. <laughs> no, I'm not sure of a specific yeah, number. It's a he's right. No, it's got a name. It's like a, it's a joke, yeah. You're too young to really get deep internet stuff. You can, you can poke around. You can Come on. Can poke around. Yeah, you're on even a man. I was on, I was on the internet I made my first. I made my first website in '97. You want to see my Men in Black fan page? Do ya? I still have it. I should be able. I should put it up on the blog or something. Wait a minute. Yeah, I should put it up as a. Hmm. hmm. So Trevor, you wanted to know what I did in Flintflon? One of yeah. There's only a way I could look up exactly what I did and what I ate. You know, if only there was a way. Yeah. Bring out the it? log, guys. Of course. Of course. January 11th, 2017. <laughs> Drove to the PA. Ooh. Working for the government. So I couldn't just go all the way up to Flinflon. Yeah, no, I had to stop there and do office work there. And drove to Flinflon. And it was kind of, you know, I arrived when it was dark there, so we didn't have too much time. But I went to Trevor and Lisa's. Then, of course, Trevor, we could just chill. We had to go for a tour of Flinflon and Crichton. We yep. ate supper at the Victoria Inn. Oh. Pizza, appetizers, pina colada. Watched uh, Jets versus Montreal. Yeah. That's not in the log. That's a memory. I'll have to confirm with the uh, actual NHL schedule. Then we recorded an episode of Here Comes Some Wisdom and uh, played Conker's Bad for a Day with Trevor and Lisa. Wow. That was the first time I ever played that game, to be honest. Ooh. Yeah. I had a student playing it this year pretty constantly. He's kind of hooked, hooked on it. your hands on that. You know that game's worth a lot of money. Yeah, it's worth like 300 bucks or something. Yeah, I've sort of like reserved the fact that I probably won't ever get that game. Is that you wanting me just to give you the game? <laughs> no, you still play it, obviously. <laughs> no, I should I should ask for Super Metroid instead of spending all that money on it. 
Yeah. I'm like, look what I got, boys. And Trevor's like, I could have just given you my copy. Yeah, like, definitely got I think I might have two copies of Super Metroid. Yeah. Yep. Oh, well. Oh, jeez, look at that. What did I do the day before I went to Flinflon? Mr. Mike's. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right. Yeah, anniversary dinner, Mr. Mike's. Oh, and we it's called Rule, Rule 34, Carrier. Okay. Rule 34 is an internet code that says uh, if it exists in the world, there is porn about it on the internet. <sighs> now you know. You're familiar. If somebody says Rule 34 and you don't know what they mean and they all laugh, now you know, Carter. Uh, you know now, that you're now that you're 35, you can Carter know about be Rule interested 34. To know that <laughs> you're old enough. I also saw Montreal playing, oh, not against Jets, but Montreal was also playing when I arrived in Flin Flon. Coincidence? Yep. Oh, it yeah. would have been, uh, been Tampa Bay. Different time of year. Very interesting, though. Mm-hmm. So some similarity, yeah. So some tours. Yeah, don't look through the log. Lisa, do it. I don't think, I don't think Lisa had to watch us do Tours anything. Pizza. At that level, unless she likes Conquer. Do you think that would be her thing? Yeah. Well, that was years ago. <laughs> I don't think she would have yeah, enjoyed I it too much. She would have not did a hated better it. job than Carter of including her. That's nice. Yeah, that's good. Oh yeah, she was involved. Or Carter. I was there for a couple yeah, hours. Yeah. It was yeah, dark when true. I arrived. It was like dark when you left. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brent, my um, you're welcome mm-hmm. to our fine dining room. I <laughs> wondering why I have severe back and rib and digestion oh, yeah, I, problems. Uh... I'm starting to realize as I get older, now that I'm a man, uh, there is a reason a, to have a dinner table. Turns just say out, table. Turns out, dinner... that might people might think you just don't have a dining room table, yeah. just like a normal kitchen table. But there's no table. No, we just eat off the coffee table the... for year, five years. And in Kuwait, we never had a table really. Oh, we kind of re- did. I don't know if we ever ate at it. The re- but I've been I, eating hunched the... over. I've been eating hunched over on a couch for pretty Over much a really low, years of my life now. Yeah, a really low coffee <laughs> table that you can't. Yes. And, like, well below knee level. <laughs> and the bottom of my ribs hurts all the time and it pushes into my stomach. <laughs> and then my back goes like numb in the middle of my back. And I'm <laughs> guessing it's severe posture problems. Not yeah, when no. I was up there. We, you you were renting that big massive house. We had we had dinner. That's, we had that's my table there, just to be clear. I did not own that table. I know, I know. I saw you at your fanciest. Brought out the yeah. twin peaks book. Had a table. Dinner table. Yeah. High Heinekens, I think we had. Ooh. No, no, it was it was sparkling water. No. Hey, uh did you bring any did you give any curry pucks to Brent? Any what? Curry pucks? Oh, I didn't give Brent any curry. Damn it. You know, just like the freaking spear. Um, <laughs> then you get a Ash, you know, Ash is like, oh, sends the group chat. Hey, thanks, Trevor, for the care package. And it's like disc golf, you know, throwing things. 
Uh, and then you're like, wait, 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 wait. Middle of the picture, like, that's a bunch of curry pucks. <laughs> yeah, I sent them some curry. <laughs> well, Carter, now I've got to bring you some, hey? And a spear. When he goes to see Liam, take that spear back. Bring, and bring a spear it. from Liam and some curry. <laughs> Otherwise, don't even bother coming to Dauphin. <laughs> <laughs>